Hello, my name is Scott Bradley, and this is Scott Scott Podcast. And as always, I'm joined by Matthew Temple. And how are we, son? I'm fantastic, mate. How are you? I'm very well. And making his debut on the Scott Scott Podcast, it's Chris Fear. Uh, welcome to the podcast, mate. Good evening, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So, uh, let's dive right into it, guys. It's been an eventful week in Scottish football. Something happened that all shocked us, especially the Celtic fans. Brendan Rodgers is no longer the Celtic manager. He quit. Uh, on Monday to join Leicester City so boys what a bombshell that was it's a massive bombshell I think all of us expected this would be Rodgers last season I think that was a kind of a fact almost uh, but I think everyone said it would be the end of the season hopefully as from a Celtic point of view go away with the treble treble three trebles in the bounds can he beat it thank you very much goodbye see for me the time just surprised me. Yeah. So I thought, I thought he was going to go, like if he was going to go, it would be the end of the season, right? Yeah. I, I didn't expect him to go at this point in the season, eight points clear, a, a league <laughs> cup already in the bag, and obviously still, they're still in the Scottish Cup, so I was really surprised at that. Yeah, I mean, when he left, what, like you say, midway through the season? Yeah. I was... You know, Especially after everything he said. Yeah, like, yeah. for example, I love my life here, Celtic's my dream job, and tend to see my contract through. Then, out of nowhere, one, the first sniff from England, he's away. Exactly. Exactly. You say, oh, if I drop offers this, but this is the um, one I couldn't resist or something like that. It's like, Leicester City, who, okay, they won the league a few seasons ago, but they're not the that same team they were. Mate, I think that was the best job Rodgers was going to get. Yeah. And see Celtic fans saying, oh, um, oh he could have uh, took the job on in the summer. Rodgers came out today and said that. The, the job would not have been there in the summer it was like mm-hmm. now or never Leicester said to, said to him right take the job now or because it's not going to be there in the summer yeah. so they basically gave him an ultimatum yeah and <clears throat> what I've heard as well you know, he's, got, he's on the same money as well I've heard 170,000 a week or something uh, no Leicester uh, uh, tripled his wages yeah I mean you can't, you can't really say no to that can you no you can't no Celtic are let's not be in the bush but Celtic are a bigger club yeah Leicester have Better financial pool than Celtic. Easily. Obviously. Yeah, but then again, <clears throat> Celtic are playing in the Champions League or the Europa League. Mm-hmm. And, but Leicester, I don't know if they could. They won't get six. They won't is get it, the European is it not, is, is it still fifth? Is it fifth and sixth? Fifth and sixth. Right. I thought it, used to, it didn't used to be seventh as well. No, no, no. no. The final one goes to who, who wins the cup. Mm-hmm. That's right, because remember um, yeah. my United won it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's the thing, right? Um, with Leicester, they've got great potential yeah. when you look at that squad, right? And only mm-hmm. they've got a, I don't think they've got a great group a group of young players there. And that squad can go places. So and just remember three years ago they won the league. Exactly, exactly. I mean who ever saw that coming and then they kinda of failed since they weren't really hit those heights, but they never They've been quite trigger things. happy recently yeah. with managers, haven't they? Yeah. But I think they'll be foolish to sit sack someone like Brendan Rogers. I think, he's I think there he for, deserves time. He does for the long haul, I think at least four seasons or so. Get them back into Europe. Um, sixth place consistently top sixth place then maybe we can start thinking about a Chelsea or a Man U or whatever so what do you uh, lads think of the backlash he's received from Celtic fans I think it's like, do you think it's a bit justified no, no not at all not, not at acceptable all. yeah like I, w- I was saying to you uh, during the week in the group chat that see some of the comments and some of the things the Celtic fans have been saying about Brendan Rodgers yeah. considering everything he's done for them it's been shocking it's been embarrassing like that banner they, they put up about Brendan Aye. Rodgers at the Hearts game come on get a grip that was pathetic he traded immortality for mediocrity um, what was after that never a sell or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah it was, I was cringing after I, I really was as well. yeah like of course it, like the timing was poor right yeah. but this guy delivered back to back trebles an unbeaten season right come on like the, the, some of the things that they're saying about him is shameful wishing death upon the guy so, uh, that diary song obviously that you yeah, just brought right. up it's honestly god I cannot believe it yeah. considering before he left for you against Motherwell the he was Saint Brendan, you know. Yeah, so like <laughs> we was, were, I remember saying right before yeah, the podcast, right. the podcast, Chris. Like, see if we criticised Brendan Rodgers this time last week, you would get absolutely slaughtered. But now <laughs> it's not looking like it just showed you. Now it's like everyone's doing it. I showed you how fickle fans can be sometimes, you know. Even like Celtic, who pride themselves on being the best fans in the world, and then suddenly they they do this. What should they have upon the guy? Arguably one of their best managers. Of recent times, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, up there with the Martin O'Neill's, Jocksteins, um, Ron Dyla. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, 
he's, what he's done for the club like with touch remarkable. Is remarkable. Yeah, I think yes, of course, um, he could have handled it a bit better, but. Um, Sorry, uh, I just remembered. Did you see what Moussa Dembele tweeted? Yeah, that even I told yeah. you so. Yeah, so I think he obviously knew the character Brendan Rodgers was. I mean, Celtic fans, you can hate him all the world. What he done for the club is great. But from Brendan's point of view, we touched on previously, I Dembele kind of knew the type of man he was. He's a con man. Uh, you see, Rodgers, one thing about him, he's very charming. Yes. He's good at manipulating folk. And I think you will agree with this. He, I think you are both seen the office. You know where I'm going with this. He, uh, yeah, yeah. He's a lot like uh, David Brent. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, he just like wants to be one of the boys. He's very charming, and he just, just so he just he's a lot of he's out, <laughs> he's out for himself. He's out for himself. Yeah, he's got a huge ego on him. He does, he does. but he was always going to go back down south. He was. Yeah, and see, uh, as we said earlier, that was the best shot he was going to get. Realistically, at this point in the time, yeah, I mean, like I said, <clears> if he got the treble treble and another job opened up in England. He could have went then, but what are the jobs would have opened? Chelsea possibly. I don't know? think I don't think Rogers. Honestly, I think he's a good coach, but I don't think he's good enough for Chelsea. I don't think he was going to get a top four job. No, because no, Chelsea. Yeah, he did. He has a coach. coach yeah, right. but see, I think this whole myth that Rogers done well at Liverpool is nonsense. He never done. He didn't do well at Liverpool. He, <laughs> he failed. Right. You he like spent. Right. I don't know. No, I, I I agree with the Scots. Yeah. Like he spent a plethora of money, yeah. like a few hundred million, right? Couldn't even win a cup, and the the best thing he done was finish second, right? And just for it, the best thing he done was finish runner up. That yeah. was it. Couldn't even make a couldn't even make a cup final. Got sacked a few months later. Yep. So, yeah. yes, he had one decent season, right? Yeah, of course, think... he did improve the squad, but that's about it. He didn't win anything, yeah. and but yeah, when you look at the job that he done at Celtic. No, I don't think anyone expected him to no, I mean, have well the level of success well. that he had. Well, expected him to do well. I mean, that's, that was a given he would do well, uh, given the financial difference that there is between Rangers and Celtic, mm-hmm. and the fact that they've already got a decent base squad before he came in, and Rodgers, with his links to Chelsea, Liverpool, Swansea, Watford, he could have attracted players. That was a given, but what he'd done was unprecedented. It was... Unreal. Yeah, exactly. So, boys, what do you think? Do you think Rogers' legacy is tainted? Um. Yes and no. Um. I think, yes, because he left midway through a season and a, and a very important season, uh, a very crucial point in the season. No, because like we touched on, in the first season, unbeaten treble. I mean, that will never happen again. Mm-hmm. Another treble, and of course, they do another one. Yeah, seven uh, trophies, trophies in a row. Yeah, yeah. So, but what do you say, Lucas? I don't think that he's a uh, reputation would take it at all. I mean, when the dust settles, certain fans have been criticising him with uh, like comments or yeah, uh, been... some case chants. Will realise you know he was a big a big fish in a small pond, really, because he he's done he done um, he above and beyond above and beyond what I, what anybody expected. I mean, to go unbeaten the first season, first season mm-hmm. to win. You know, a double treble, mm-hmm. and what you say on course to win potentially another league or an our Scottish Cup. So he's left mm-hmm. them in a very very good place. Like he has said that in his press conference, he has left them in a good place. And I, I do agree with him on that. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point because it's not like he's like, like like it's not like he left Celtic in a complete shambles. Yeah, he's, he's left them in a good place. You know, so like yeah, it's his legacy. Um, I, I don't think it is, in my opinion I don't think it should be all that tainted because like Celtic fans I think down the line once they've calmed down a bit they'll realise how brilliant Brendan was for them yeah. and how lucky they were to have uh, Brendan Rodgers I mean, I guess, like before like we touched on before um, the list of job was ever mentioned he was the best thing since sliced bread you know yep <laughs> and now suddenly he's, he's, he's left he's, he's this he's that I mean he was he's let me touch on he's Probably one of the greatest managers in recent times up there with the Martin O'Neill's and yep. things like that. And like we said, well, like I said, once they've say it, I think they'll, they'll realise that once the Andrew goes away, they'll realise what he's done for that club. Exactly. So, Neil Lennon yep. uh, is in until the end of the season, boys. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Do you think it's a, a decent appointment, at least until the end of the season? I'd probably say it's a safe pair of hands. I mm-hmm. think it's the, yeah, it's the, um, the perfect appointment for them. They couldn't ask for any better right now. 
Celtic legend. Celtic legend. One of the knows the knows the squad. He's been there, done it. Exactly. Um, he does all the squad, doesn't he? Yeah. He does all this. Well, he knows some of the players, but obviously the new newer players that um, Rogers and Bella brought in. Most importantly, knows the club. He knows the club. That's it. So he knows what what's expected of him. He knows what's expected. The only thing I would say is. Um, his Hibs team this season haven't performed when he was at, at Hibs mm-hmm. they underperformed and that ultimately mm. and what was it like a few weeks ago he was scrapping with his own players <laughs> and then he yeah, got the sack yeah. or he left by which he said I don't know but basically he had a bust up with, yeah. with some of his players Canberra then he got especially. shown the door, basically hmm? Canberra especially yeah exactly um, but he won the other night by a last minute winner so that's not obviously wins the perfect start right but I wasn't that convinced by it. Yeah. But I think you can put that down to Hutch has been a, a tough see, place to go. See, Lennon. Lennon is a good manager, right? He's but he can be his own worst enemy at times. Yeah. He's too emotional. He's got too much of a hot head on him, right? And I think he's like 48, 49, right? Yeah, he's, he's never going to change, right? Nah. He's never going to like be able to contain his emotions. Yeah. Did you see what he says, actually? He says, when I was at Celtic, I was I'd fire my belly and that. That's now gone. Um, no, I thought he was saying that, like, he's... I think what he was trying to say is that he's matured a bit now, which I refuse to believe. Nah, he's not. Well, what do you think? Well, like, he does wear his heart and sleeve. Heart and sleeve, yeah, that's it. I mean, you'll never take that, like that fire, fire that, passion. passion out of Neil Lennon. Yeah. Because as a player, yeah. like, as a player so it's, how, he won't change as a manager. So, mm-hmm. you know, having somebody, you know, going for somebody quite as reserved as Rogers in terms of. Character, character Beautiful on the touchline to someone who's celebrating golden fans yeah. potentially like he did when he played when he was manager of Celtic. Then that brings a different dimension to to um, Celtic. Celtic, aye. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like night and day when you look yeah. at the two personalities. Rogers, yeah. as you say, very calm, very reserved, mm-hmm. and then you get Lennon, who's just let's be brutally honest, a lunatic yeah. <laughs> at times. <laughs> but that yeah. that possibly gets the best out of these players, you know. Yeah, you don't want to. Getting his bad side because you, you you know he'll. But you know what it's like in the modern game. Like yeah. players need to Player be like much. nurtured. They yeah. need to be looked after. And see Lennon's personality at times. He obviously can be a bit too much. And yeah. Players are big prima donnas nowadays. And yeah, it's just the it is. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's going to change. Nah, that's right. So see if Lennon wins the league right, but cannot deliver the treble treble. Do you think just winning the title will be enough for I, him I, to stay on? I think it will be. Yeah. I think. Celtic will know their ultimate goal is to get 10 in a row and I think if Lennon helps that by getting number 8 I think most Celtic fans know they can't keep winning treble it's, it's got to end at some point isn't it? But they've got their heart set on this treble treble they're on course for it but I see what Lennon said I think it was the other day he said if I don't deliver the treble treble I'm going to be I'm gone Yeah but I think if he wins the league and doesn't have any kind of mess ups along the way uh, they win it by say, say the 8 point gap right now stays like that to the end of the season right I think he'll be happy with that win the league and I think the board will be like okay Rangers this season for example say Rangers win the, the Scottish Cup right or any, any other team they mm-hmm. say okay Rangers have been playing well this season uh, they're better they've won the Cup they were the better team in that competition but we've won the league we're on course for 10 in a row there you go there's a job I think that would happen it's, it's going to be intriguing to see what happens yeah, I think the other, obviously the other name in the hat is um Stevie Clark. I oh, know he's uh, obviously we spoke about this yeah. yesterday. He's uh, ruled himself mm-hmm. out of uh, the command and uh, the command the Celtic yeah. job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clark ruled himself out, so he won't be obviously getting the job. I mean, there's no uh, apart from well, if he's ruled himself out, no, uh, uh, the only candidate would be Neil Lennon. Uh, there's maybe. a couple other names mentioned: David Wagner, the the ex Huddersfield yeah. gaffer, mm-hmm. and uh, I think his name is Rose or something. That manages uh, Salzburg. Yeah. He's oh, been, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Marco Ro- Rose or something. Marco Rosen. Yeah, Marco Rosen. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I don't buy that one. Like he's, um, at Salzburg who've got a bigger budget. They can actually win Europa League. They can do well. They've done really well in the past. They've done well in the past. I don't. That's for seasons. me. That's a big massive downgrade. Mm. I don't think that will happen. Mm. I mean, if you're going for a. Who do we mention? Mention Rosen. Rosen. David Wagner. Obviously, Neil Lennon. You've got that. Kind of similar style to Roger. Rogers, that kind of, but but what uh, Wagner used to manage Dortmund's second reserve, yeah. so he's got that kind of mm-hmm. same kind of style, gegen pressing, you know, pressing high pressure, playing from the back. That Rogers liked, but we just need to see. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think Lennon will get it. 
I think if he doesn't win the league, see if he, he makes it up the league, Rangers win it, and he makes it up the cup, Rangers or some other team wins it, I think obviously he won't get it then. But I think he's pretty much guaranteed it at this point, I think. Mm, yeah. But so I think the job is in his hands, but it's a big opportunity yeah. for Lennon. It is. Because, yes, I mean, you look at his spell at Hibs. I thought he'd done a good job got in promotion last season the finishing top four and then obviously this season not worked out but Lennon uh, before uh, before we move on to Celtic game Lennon for Lennon he's got a lot of talent but he's got a lot of faults he does he does the thing is that's just that's his life isn't it <laughs> yeah, that's yep. his life I know but it's he, as I said he can be his own worst enemy yeah, at times he can be so uh, well, uh, oh you're going to say something about it no I just saying he can be but I think that's I think that's good in a way for Celtic because they need that kind of thing to get them over the line for 10. I think if you continue in this fashion of, kind of playing this tiki-taki, kind of, almost like a daisy, one yep. day it's going to catch up on them. Yeah. Lennon's going to fire them up and I think I give them in. And so well, we'll move on yeah. to the obviously Celtic Hearts game. Um, it's quite an eventful game, so it was Celtic won 2-1. Um, it was a great Celtic performance though, lads, was it? It was. But they got the job done and, and it was against 10 men Hearts. It was, they struggled. Like, even when they were struggling with, with 11 men and when Hearts went into 10, they, they still struggled, I thought. Um, and when uh, all he could ask for was a win, he got that. But it was a convincing win. I know the stats will say they had 60-odd cent procession, they had 18 shots or whatever it was. But stats don't tell the, the picture of the, the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. I think that <clears throat> watching the game on Wednesday night, they did, when Hearts went out of 10 men, they did kind of seem to struggle to break them down. Mm-hmm. But obviously getting that last minute goal was Edward. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just what you want, perfect start for Neil Lennon's reign. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I thought that, as I said, struggled to break them Hearts down and, you know, it seemed maybe affecting Rogers maybe leaving effect to some yeah, players. Yeah, possibly. I, don't I mean, it could. We don't know, but I think. Yeah, because can I say one thing? Uh, I think that this is true, right? Um, according to John Kennedy, that mm. see when uh, the day of when Rogers was leaving, he told John Kennedy about it, and, and Rogers never addressed the players. It was Kennedy that had to tell the players. Uh, that's really? Brendan away. That's yeah, probably, that's probably. I, the, I, 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 like a, to be fair, maybe he didn't have a, maybe. On, and Rogers maybe they didn't have enough time to go around the players yeah, and that. Like Kennedy, well, see, to be fair, like, and uh, Rogers' defence, Ro- Ro- at this point, Rogers was saying to Kennedy, right, I'm going down to speak to Leicester, that's it. He didn't say, He's I'm leaving. But yeah, that was. But see, the thing is, so Rogers obviously never said to the players, I'm going down to speak to Leicester. Mm-hmm. So. so I think it's a bit below the belt. He's basically managed to their game against Motherwell, then he basically effed off. <laughs> and the next day, then that's, uh, that was him. <laughs> we down to Leicester. I mean, that's. Just shows you how thing, how quickly things can happen. Exactly. Right? I mean, like who, like a week or so ago, Rogers was Celtic manager. There's a good battle between him and Gerard and that. Next thing you know, you know, it's, it, it's, it, it sounds weird. I'm obviously a Rangers fan, but for me, it still feels so surreal. He's not there. It feels strange. He's not there. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I found out. It's so uh, No, I think we're all like stunned at the news. But uh, obviously, <laughs> back to uh, the Celtic Hearts. Game. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but see, do you think Lennon will continue? Uh, Rogers' uh, current style of play, that well, the style of play Rogers had no, when he was well, manager. It's form, wasn't it? So, because yes. like, playing it out the back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, see, they done that on Wednesday night, and then look what happened with uh, Ayer. the Ayer. Yeah, Ayer gave away a penalty. Yeah, I mean, I guess teams are caught on, cutting on to their style of play, passing it to the back, and they're pressurising the ball and the players. When if they're playing from the back, because that led to Hearts equalising. Exactly. Ayer. Um, it was a it was a clumsy challenge. Yellow card sufficed. Yeah, yeah. It left you know it was like I say soft, very very silly penalty give away. But teams might be cutting on to. Uh, they're, they're starting to pick play. up now. Yeah, yeah, Celtic became quite predictable. Because yeah. like, see, see their whole style of play of like playing out from the back and that kind of possession style uh, of football. All you need to do is just press. Exactly. Right, that's yeah. all you need cut, to do. Cut, cut down their options. The only option would be to pass it back to the keeper. And then if you're still pressing it, the only option the keeper has is to, to punt it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Lennon's actually come out and said he wants to get rid of that. I think Celtic should go, go like more direct. I think that could be... To do it. I mean, Boyata's that system a, could work. Boyata's a big bomb scout at the back. <laughs> yeah. He's not, Ayer's not great in the ball either, as we saw. Um, <laughs> Hi, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. So I don't think they have the players to do it. Mind when um, 
was um, but yeah, I was supposed to go to the film or to Premier League move. Oh, I they could have got like, twelve million for him now. I think he'll go to Leicester. I think Boyata. It's a good shout. I think yeah. Rogers has a wee soft spot for him. He does, but going back to their style of play, they, they simply don't have the. Also, it's worked, but that's because players teams have sat back. But when you press them, they, they don't have the players to do it. They don't have the the skill in the ball. <laughs> yeah, I know, mm-hmm. but. I thought uh, Ewan Henderson uh, put a decent shift in. Yeah, uh, he, I think he's got potential. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard, I've heard he's apparently better than Liam. Was that his brother? Liam, either they look at him too. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> I was kind of thinking that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Liam's also playing in Italy just now. Um, with, or is it Steve Barry? Is it, is, mm-hmm. is it um, Serie B? Serie B, yeah, and apparently he's loving it there. But he's we all know how, how great a player he is. Uh-huh. And if Ewan Henderson, young his young, young player, younger brother, is even better, he's got a big, big future. Mm-hmm. And he's played well ever since he's come into the team he's played well mm-hmm. yeah so uh, what about the red card uh, from uh, obviously Brandon uh, got uh, sent off mm-hmm. I, th- I felt it was, all, it was, was uh, a, the correct decision I yeah. it was just uh, yeah, I elbow right. on uh, Toyan so I thought it was uh, the referee got called that one yeah. right I did think it was soft at first but then he's leading his elbow and you yeah. can't do that no, he's, he's jumping and like, yeah he's, he's trying he's obviously trying to you know, give him a bit of Fair play to Tolly, and he didn't make a big deal about it. Yeah, no, he didn't make a big deal about it. And Brandon didn't exactly contest it, you no, know. No, he didn't actually. Mm-hmm. Back. I mean, that's always a big telling sign of it. Hallmark of it. Yeah, player yeah. knows he's done wrong. Yeah, because that's the thing. Celtic got that, that result. It was a big result for them. And even though it wasn't pretty, they got the job done. But Hearts made them work for it. Hearts really, I thought, played well. <clears throat> They did play well. Especially with 10 men. They gave, they gave themselves a real good game. They did. They did, and I... And see the, the boy they had up front? I, I don't know how to pronounce it. He was a right nuisance for Celtic, by the way. I thought, honestly, he was... He was he was an absolute nightmare for uh, Ayer and Boyata at the back. And I've said ever since he came in this season, I've always said he's a good player. And when he was injured, they really missed him. Uh, him and Naismith now him and Naismith are back they're, they're starting to play well again yeah. um, but that boy like Pusey he's a big unit as well and he, see if you see him running towards you you're going to panic mm-hmm. yeah. and he is a great player but I think Hearts at the end of the game with about 10 men there was only a few minutes ago I think they were thinking right just hold it for a draw here sit back we've got 10 men there's no point um, expending more energy mm-hmm. we've got a player yeah, here again. then next thing you know if you sit back you're, you're inviting pressure that, on you and to be fair the lead up to the to the winning goal, they didn't they seem really to need to press. Then again, we know I'm not a professional football player. Yeah. You know, I, I, I haven't been running about for ninety odd minutes. Yeah. So you kinda have to kinda think, well you know. So I think Levine um was just like he brought everyone back and he was like, Right, we'll try and hold on to this, right? And yeah, see yeah. like obviously it's Celtic's winning goal. Yeah. That was quite poor from Hart's point of view concede a, a terrible goal like that yeah because yeah, it was just a, a simple cross in the box then Edward got a hold of it and then boom in the back yeah, of the net exactly, yeah. yeah and Levine right after the game was raging and that he said I'm really disappointed the way we well. conceded that goal I would be as well but you have to give credit a high line wouldn't they they played quite a high line right? so that's, that's how he got in behind but you got to give um, Lennon credit as well he made the changes that made the goal happen yep did he not take off he took off oh, well, he, brought, he took off Burke I think no, he kept no, he kept uh, Burke on. He kept Burke really? on. He took off uh, Sinclair. He made three, obviously made that three changes. Sinclair. Took off Sinclair, uh, Henderson, and Toyan. Yeah, I brought brought on Edward. Obviously, we we you obviously you know as a listener, and obviously as we've been slagging Edward off all season. <laughs> nine million man, he's still not worth nine million, but he, he scored a big big goal that could basically define the title. Yeah, it was a big one. It was, yeah. um, but it was uh, like overall. Celtic, they worked hard for it. They got the result, yeah. and they this weekend they're obviously playing Hibs. Exactly, honestly, you can't write. You can't write this. Honestly, it's it's crazy. But I was going to say, do you think Rogers in the summer <clears throat> will come in for uh, some of his old uh, players? I think well, definitely five players that'll be in his. I think it will be Forrest, uh, Rogic, um. Obviously, we've said Boyata. Like yeah. we can say, he, like he's out of contract at the end of the season. Um, for, well, obviously Forrest, um, Rogic, Rogic, Rogic uh, McGregor, Tierney, Tierney. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Alfredo Morales. 
We we had we were saying that here. Yeah. Honestly, there's a good chance that could happen. I think you know, yeah, it could like see Joe. Obviously, um, we need Big Joe, who's been on the podcast before. Uh, we need to get him on soon. Um, he was saying, "Oh no, he would go. Well, he would not go for uh, Morelos. He's no. Uh, Morelos isn't a Brendan Rodgers type of player." And I went, "Mate, <laughs> mate, mate, he's big. He's physical. He's That's what I said to Joe. I was like, "Mate." Brendan Rodgers signed Mario Balotelli. Come on, <laughs> he signed Mario Balotelli. Exactly. Yeah, he did. And um, exactly, I see else is far, far better than Mario Balotelli. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, both in Mavericks. Yeah. That, that's both what I mean. Right? Like, because yeah, Joe was trying to say, oh, you would never seen someone like in Morelos with that type of personality, that that type Bale of Bale physical is, player. Morelos would be a bit of a fanny as well. Aye. Of course you would. You want you, exactly. want, you want strikers to harry defenders. You want you want people to noise them up. Exactly, want, I know. You want somebody who's just going to. Sit off and just um, you know, you want people to wind the defenders up. That's what. That's why Morelos, in my opinion, gets um, targeted. Yeah, because defenders know. See if I wind him up, he'll do something stupid. Yeah, exactly. You know. But and and you see one thing about Morelos, he just absolutely bullies defenders. We'll come on to that soon, right? But yeah, obviously going back to like Rogers potential signing some Celtic players. Yeah, I think that will happen. You know, and it's like I thought. I don't think Rogers has any morals. I don't think he cares. Yeah, here's a question. Sorry, do you think Brendan Rogers is a sociopath? Um, I don't know. See, I looked I, up the I, symptoms. Get Shane Dawson on this. <laughs> the mind of Brendan Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked up the symptoms of a sociopath, right? And Rogers pretty much ticks every box. I think I think it's a big stretch. No, well, see some of the, the things, right? He's a pathological liar, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got a great charm, right? Or he's got a great charm about him. Um, egotistical. Yeah. Has no remorse. And that's some of them off the top of my head. Maybe. And then I'm like, Rogers is ticking all the boxes here. <laughs> he dumped his wife for like for twenty four years, years aye. For like a young, like to be fair, a young hot model, whatever it was. But I still, know, but still, I know. <laughs> he shows you loyalty doesn't seem to get into this guy's. Uh, <laughs> I know. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's mental. But I think I think he's a sociopath. I just think he's an egotistical. Oh, the Danny McGrain story. Oh my that, god, that's pathetic. Oh, I've never heard that story. Please, please enlighten me on Danny McGrain. Oh, right, oh, you can't tell that. You tell it. Basically, right, um, <laughs> uh, Danny, right, you see, he was like doing a Q&A thing for his book, right, mm-hmm. and he was telling a story about his first day at Celtic, <laughs> and then he went into the changing room and seen Danny McGrain in normal clothes, not his tracksuit, and then Brendan said to him, "Danny, why are you not in your tracksuit?" And he went, "Oh, boss, I didn't think you wanted me." here anymore I didn't think you wanted me and then Brendan said oh Danny don't be daft you're the reason I came to Celtic if you're here I'm here right yeah that, that didn't happen that conversation never happened that never happened apparently Danny that, came out and says no that that's never happened yeah exactly but see when you just hear that story right now like even if Danny McGrain uh, obviously or like, see if he never denied it you would think that's a come on, Brendan. Right. The thing is, why would you make a story like that up? It's just Brendan Rogers, isn't it? Oh, my favourite Brendan Rogers story is the Clyde Tunnel one. What was the Clyde Tunnel one? Alright, oh, this is <laughs> this is brilliant. Right. He said he was waiting in traffic in the, the Clyde Tunnel, right? And this Rangers fan got out of his car, approached his car window, chapped it, Brendan put the, the car window down, and the, apparently the Rangers fan said to him, Brendan, you're a a breath of fresh air for Scottish football. We're so lucky to have someone like you up here in Glasgow. We're so lucky you've been brilliant for Scottish football. I think that happened. Something. I've driven through the Clyde Tunnel and it's you know you can't get out of your car. Well, unless, but I wouldn't want to get out of my car just in case uh, the traffic starts moving to get run over. Exactly. No, it's honestly. The, 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 the fact is, what Ream just found would actually do that anyway. Why would he even make that up? Because he's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm starting to be convinced now. <laughs> honestly, the Brendan Rogers BS stories are brilliant. Like I was watching an interview with him and Chris Sutton earlier on, and then Chris Sutton was basically saying that he's going to be here for ten in a row, and he was like, "Oh, only time will tell." Basically, dance around the question. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah. one thing you can give Rogers, he's very smart. Yeah. He, he's seen an interview, he's getting off the subject a wee bit, and he was saying stuff like, bring, he's bringing up Martin O'Neill, great Celtic managers, talking about how great they are. And he was like, Oh, I've seen the success Martin O'Neill had at Celtic, I would love to have the yeah. same success. Like, he's, he basically played the Celtic fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he played like a puppet. Do you remember the interview? See, after he's won, won the first League Cup, that interview he'd done on the pitch. Um, the interview was like you're starting to buy into the Celtic fans no, Scottish Cup final the Scottish yeah, Cup final it's like um, that's what it was he's like oh, you're starting to buy into the Celtic ways and things like no no I'm not buying into it I was born into this and all that <laughs> so 
So I was born into this and that. I, I grew up a Celtic fan in Northern Ireland. Uh, all my family are Celtic fans. So my, my dream job, uh, um, all that. And you can just tell that you had... Like, the thing is, it made it more dramatic because it was in the rain and it looked all dramatic. Oh, I was born into Celtic. <laughs> and, see, see this press conference today um, at Leicester? He, see, he said this about six times that you went, oh, my, my, my family are full of Celtic fans. Yeah. He said about six times. Like, see someone that um, tries to emphasise the fact that they, well, oh, that the, 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 they are a Celtic fan. Yeah. It, they're not. Like, you don't hear us going around saying, oh, well, you know, I love Rangers, man. I'm yeah. a big Rangers, man. Yeah. Like, you, you don't see us doing it. Like, yeah. I felt like he kept ramming that down the Celtic fans' throats so they would buy into yeah. the, the notion that he was an actual Celtic and fan right. and another thing as well see before you met Celtic do you ever hear him say he was a Celtic fan I've never heard it never heard never, of him generally never I have no idea but who he supported um, the one thing he said in his press conference as well was like oh my family are really set up and say upset and angry about this and oh, oh this are really angry and then he says oh I need to get emotional I was telling my pal about that earlier on the day. He was like, "Brendan has no emotions." He's a robot. Social path, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, I was howling that the other quote he said yesterday. No, it was that. No, sorry, it was during the week. And then he, he was talking obviously the daytime for Leicester. He goes, "I'm going to give my entire life to Leicester Football Club." Going to give my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for him saying I had Leicester pajamas when I was a wee guy. Ah uh, yeah. Oh, I supported them back before they. What is it, Muzzy? Is it? You know that. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I can't remember. Was it watching? I'm not picture of Gary Lineker. Guy, Gary Lineker. Muzzy, uh, is it? Um, the, what's the commentator on Sky Sports? No one. Um, the co-commentator. I don't know. Mark, no one. Mark, um, for English football. Aye, you played for Arsenal for years. Alan Smith. Alan Smith. Yeah. Right. Alan Smith, who used to play for Leicester. Yeah. And there is a Celtic connection, obviously, because um, Lennon and Martin Lennon, Martin Neal. Martin Neal. Um, yes, yes. Do you mean the guy called Guppy? Yeah. He played for Celtic for a couple of seasons, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. But um, should we get back to the football? Um, <laughs> I don't think there's much to more to address. <laughs> yeah. You know, about the Celtic game. Um, big result for them. And we'll also we we'll touch on uh, the Scottish Cup games later on. Yeah. So we gave Celtic about thirty minutes, and uh, in fact, before we move on to Rangers, right? Let's change it up, right? Let's move on to another. Well, I I probably say the most shocking result this week. Yeah. Aberdeen getting beat 2 0. And obviously, Chris, your brother's an Aberdeen fan. And he yeah, was he in attendance no, at the country. And he was no happy. So, but uh, Aberdeen got beat 2 0 of Hamilton. And it was a shocking result. Couldn't believe it. But how's uh, your brother feeling about this one? Um, to, to say Reeling would be an understatement. Because mm. um, I'll, I asked him about what had happened up in the northeast of Scotland. And he said, and I'll quote, <laughs> Such a pathetic performance. It was so bad. I think after Rangers game, McInnes's job will be called into question. Such so is from an Aberdeen fan and a pretty loyal Aberdeen fan to travel from Falkirk to Aberdeen mm-hmm. and stay overnight because he's going to the Rangers game on Sunday. Uh-huh. So and he, like I said, was reeling from the performance on Wednesday night, uh-huh. and he said they seem to have no desire to to win to win. They didn't, they didn't, play, they didn't play very well and Josh seems to think and it is evident that they seem to give themselves up for big games against Celtic Rangers, Rangers Hearts, Hibs uh-huh. see against the smaller teams so called smaller teams they just seem to Dundee's. have a lackadaisical approach I mean because against Stenhouse Muir at home George in January each. one each you know when you think oh is it going to repeat in 1995 when they lost at Oakleview, um, but they did eventually get through. But it just seems to have a lot of approach like, yeah, we'll win this game. We just need to turn up half, we just need to half pass it and then. Yeah, yeah, turn up 50% of and then just um, we'll try and wing it. That's it's not, that. the case in, and not the case in football, especially Scottish football, because you'll never know what's going to happen. See, really. for me, that seems like a small club mentality where you get yourselves up for the big games and then. Kind of underperforming the the, the thing is, weaker teams. If you're a big team, you perform every single game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Celtic, Rangers, most of the time I know. This season. I'll, I'll, I don't know if I, you know, it's this very heresy speaking, but Aberdeen aren't a, a small club. They're not a small club. I'm saying it's a small club. Uh, no, they're either a big. Yeah, they're they're a big yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're certainly historically a big club, but in recent years, they've won one trophy under. One trophy in about twenty years. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> be fair. That, or to I think it's 20 plus years actually to be fair that's down to Rangers and Celtic dominance 
I know, but come on, like you've seen teams like Hearts win trophies, like yeah, Scottish yeah, Cups, Inverness, yeah, Inverness. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, to be fair, that's true, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but um, I might touch on the performance. I think Hamilton. You gotta give points to them after yeah, Brian Rice's comments, right. saying, "Oh, I love the way Rangers played and all that." Uh, not to put Rangers on or whatever, but after they played Rangers and after those comments Brian Rice made, they played some very nice stuff. Um, and we've got goal this season there potentially. Oh yeah, uh, by Oakley. Yeah. I couldn't believe that went in. I was stunned at that. What a finish from Big Oakley. I was. Like, I was watching sports scene and seeing it went in. My jaw dropped. That is, <laughs> honest to God, that is up there for contention to goal this I think, season. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think it was a cross, right? I think it was a cross, but it went fucking. What's the, the what's the thing called the extension? The the post it. What's it called the. Whatever, but it was right in the top Honestly, corner. Sorry, aye. Yeah, it was obviously oh, sensational. Poshy stamp. Poshy stamp, that's it. Right in the Poshy stamp. Aye, oh, I couldn't believe it. It was phenomenal. And see the thing is, when you, like, uh, touching on Aberdeen, it wasn't like they had a weak side out, mate. Like, they had a, they had a strong team out. They had the likes of Lewis Ferguson, Shinny, um, McGinn, Cosgrove. Big Cosgrove. Uh, and when you look at that defence as well, that is a solid Aberdeen defence. You've got Considine, McKenna, Lowe, and Big Don Ball. Basically, they're... They had a good... That team should be beating Hamilton. Simple as, yeah, considering how poor Hamilton are, right, that team should be beating Hamilton at home comfortably. Yeah, they should be. Really really you expect to them to win. Pathodry is one of the toughest games. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a ground, you know, I think there's 27 Hamilton fans at the game. Yep. And fair play to them for trying to make the trip up. Yeah, they had a good night, so they did. They did. <laughs> but you expect, like these guys said, them to win games against. Hamilton and make Petorja a fortress but, but it hasn't really been that way this season no nope. you know because obviously the, both of the firm have won at Petorja this season that's right yeah yep. and it's not as you were saying Chris uh, it, it should be a fortress but it's not and Aberdeen struggle to sell out their home games they like, they, like you see them, they, when you watch uh, games of Petorja See the amount of empty red seats that you it's see embarrassing. it's embarrassing it's pathetic and they're getting used to it well to be for the downsizing but still Ah, it's, I've seen that yeah, it's just to take the short. Yeah, I've seen that. So uh, that's positive news for Aberdeen. But <clears throat> McInnes, um, I feel as though he's bulletproof. He after is. after what he done last season rejecting Rangers, I feel like he is bulletproof. Like The only way, in my opinion, that he'll get the sack is if Aberdeen fail to finish in the top six. Like He be- can basically leave as lo- as lo- whatever he wants as long as he... Is finishing the top six because yeah. after that last season, nah, like nah. the board, the board will be the board are going to be kissing that guy's feet. Yeah, I mean, but to yeah. be fair, where would they go? He rejected Sunderland, rejected Rangers. I don't think any other clubs are going to come in for him. Like, I, I, that's one thing I couldn't believe that he actually rejected Rangers. Like, like he he must be deep down inside kicking himself over that I, now. I mean, like, I think what was the reason? I think from what I've heard, I've got I've heard stories. What I've heard was the deal was done. It, all but signed, then something happened, whatever happened. I, I, I heard um, one of the main reasons why it never magic. happened was because Rangers were like messing about for like a good two or three weeks. Because do you remember obviously yeah, when yeah them. exactly when we sat Casinha and then I, I, I was saying at the time why not just go why not just go for McInnes right now yeah, and yeah. then we were messing about for about at least a, a good two or three weeks that and was then about eight weeks mate yeah oh, 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 I think it was longer than yeah, that it was right? about eight weeks yeah. it was a ridiculous uh, amount of time so it was. Uh, I think cause I think it was December we made an approach. Like, we sat Casinha, October, and then and then we made an approach in December. Not, could have been happening during those eight weeks. We could have been tapping up Gerard. Mm. He was still he was still in charge of the was it on the twenties. Right, he left on the twenties. But who knows? He, we could have been tapping up then. And he's like maybe at the end of the season. Okay, we'll get back in this now. Marty, there you go. Oh look, Gerard's manager. I don't no, know. But, but that uh, I doubt it only because um, Stephen Marty was given the job right. And do you remember, like, basically, it was Marty's to lose. That's what it was. Yeah. If Marty... And he did lose. See if we won a cup that season mm-hmm. and finished second, Marty would have had the job. Yeah. Yeah, but, but see, then, obviously, yeah. what happened happened. Marty, see, he, he had a fantastic start. He, he stayed in the ball and got into that old form, the 3-2 at Ibrox. He, we were favourites going into that. He made yeah. his favourites. He, and I still think, touching on Marty, I think Marty's still got a future of management. I always take him up for, like, a... Championship drug like a party for the sort of Dundee United. Where, where there'll be like less eyeballs on yeah. him, less pressure, lower expectations. He'll be a good manager one day. Yeah, because see when you actually look at the job Marty done, it was a good he'd done the best he could. Exactly. Right? And he brought in like Cummins who 
Everton gave a proper chance to buy Bradley. They preferred Alfredo, yeah. Yeah, preferred Alfredo. Because we were playing one up top at the time, so... He made some good signings. He could scare a good player like Sean Dawes and that. He could spot a good player, but maybe for a reason, the pressure got to him. It did, yeah. And he he was... He basically, was a youth coach in charge, yeah. right? And he wasn't used to dealing with these kind of players with, yeah. like, really confrontational personalities, yeah. in a sense. But that's why I think a Dundee United, a championship team Dundee United Park, it would be perfect for them. Yeah, uh, exactly. But, you know, just t- uh, touching on uh, the Aberdeen game, yeah. um, see for the second goal as well, pathetic defending. It was. Like, especially yeah. when you look at the list of names that Aberdeen had in that defence, and for that second goal, <laughs> honestly, it, be, it was so easy for Hamilton. Honestly, it was like, it was just like a, a training goal. It was like a it was hot night through butter. It, honestly, it was just it was. It easy was. days. It was, and to be fair, as much as Aberdeen, it was horrific defending, woeful defending, yep. but Hamilton in the build-up played some good stuff in that build-up. They did, they did. And yeah, I think we've seen off pod, Matt, that Hamilton are just like... They're just that team there. They're just there. Like, and I mean, I liked uh, Chris's analogy, or the comparison that he gave, that he said they're like the halo Oh, uh, yeah. survive. <laughs> survive. Current objective is to survive. That's <laughs> all they seem to do is just to survive. You know, year in year out. They they remind me of like I mean, remember on Sunderland in the Premier League. They remind me of them. Uh, they're just there. Yeah. I like that's like, the they thing. Like, they literally yeah, do nothing. They had nothing in the league. Right? Um, I'll be brutally honest. Right, the Hamilton are they're a, they're a rubbish club. Right, they've got rubbish fans. They, they, honestly, Hamilton had nothing to this league, right? But somehow they survive after every single season. They do. Like they, they don't bring anything to the cups. They go after a round or two, and they, in the league, they're just they're just that team, right? They they'll get beat five all off Rangers and beat Aberdeen two 0 You know. I know it's just what I don't get it. I know, and see when you look at that team, there's nothing there's, special there. There's when I look at that team, there's no there's no players in that team. I think oh, he's a good player. I mean, we took Greg uh, Dockett, he's probably their best player. Yep. Um, Danny McKinnon's a one of these, Scott Brown. Yeah, he's... he's uh, he played for Clark, actually. Uh-huh. Um, Ziggy Gordon, he's bang average. Yeah. Um, there's no good players in that team. There's not. But they're, that, that's the key to that team. They're a squad that they get through seasons. Yeah, see one thing I will give Hamilton. I will give them. They've got a real good Spirit. squad harmony, yeah. yeah they They've got a real togetherness about them. So I will give that to them. I think, a lot, I think a lot of that has to be down to uh, the big man, Cannon. I think he's brought a kind of calmness about a togetherness. Yeah. Obviously he's gone now, Brian Rice is continuing that. But I think as much as Martin Cannon he's he could he could bore anyone to sleep, right? But he's brought that kind of togetherness and obviously he's gone now but he, he brought it and I think Cannon has to deserve a lot of plaudits. Mm. Yeah, and that's a, that's a fair point. That is a very fair point. So yeah, we'll move on and we'll uh, talk about Rangers we left until last and uh, and uh, 14 <laughs> uh, of course 14 goals in 3 games boys Rangers have been on form yeah uh, a fantastic uh, 5-0 victory over Hamilton at the weekend there some mm-hmm. terrific goals Five played, the exactly played some terrific football yeah. and uh, and Wednesday night uh, we continued that good run of form by beating Dundee 4-0 mm-hmm. and it was the uh, first half very good performance not to ball around extremely well but Kamara scoring against his former club but I was yeah. so finished by the way yeah oh yeah Kamara he's going to be a player for us mate he, he, got bit, he was terrific he probably ever also back in the old days 50,000 would have got you amazing players but I think in recent years Absolute the best 50,000 we've spent I had a lot of doubts people had a lot of doubts about this guy he came from Dundee on a free well basically for free um, and no one knew much about him obviously played for Arsenal uh, in the past but he didn't really he went very under the radar at Dundee but re- obviously Gerrard spotted him and thought by the way he's a good if player. anyone was midfielders it's Steven Gerrard exactly oh. and he's, he's not put a foot wrong mm-hmm. well, Gerrard did say he loves midfielders who play with their head up yeah yep. and as a midfielder who played with his head up he you know he should know when he, he has a knife like you said as you said Matt he has a knife for a midfielder so he's obviously got Kamara in the midfield who's going to be a potentially such a great player for yeah, yeah he's Rangers. really really tidy on the ball <laughs> he is he is he's so tight and the thing is he's not got a lot of strength but he's dead I was watching he's um, clever I was watching Neil McCann obviously Neil McCann managed him and he says he's not strong but he's very wiry he'll get his leg in and mm-hmm. interrupt you and all that and yeah. kind of just intercept you and he, he's a good passer 
and we know he's a, he's a good finisher. I think him and McCrory would be battling out for that, that third spot. I think yeah, I Jack, agree. Arfield are, when they're fit, they play. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that kind of person in front of the defence, McCrory or McCrory, that's a good, it's good competition, that's what you want. Yeah, I liked what um, Stevie G said after the game, that he wants Kamara and Ryan Jack to take more control and show more leadership yeah. in the midfield. Like Gerrard was not happy with that second half performance, quite no, rightly so, because no. we were flat. And you can expect that though, because we went in... One. Yeah, because we went in at half time, we were 3-0 up, so the game yeah. was won. Um, but you, you, that's the thing though, Gerrard respects high standards, he doesn't want to be dropped when we're winning that convincingly, you know. Yeah. And that's what you've seen that, obviously, in the Hamilton game on Sunday. We were terrific in the first half, second half. Same thing happened in the Dundee uh, game yeah. in the second half. Dro- you know, uh, standards dropped a bit. It's strange, because remember earlier in the season, we were always saying our first half was rubbish. Um, the second half was much better. It's the opposite now. Yep. But I think I'd rather have that. I'd rather have the game win at half time rather than having to chase it at the second half. Mm-hmm. Well, but <clears throat> you should never, ever... You should never drop standards. Yeah, because... You know, but we still got four. So if, so what if we're winning three up at half time? If yeah. we drop, if Rangers, the 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 standard drops during the second half, we, you know, Dundee maybe could have got into the game. Mm-hmm. So we can't, we can't just think the game's over done with at half time because a ninety minute game, obviously. Exactly. Yep. You play to the so you play, Yeah, that's it. And and I mean, how many times have you seen football teams being like going to half time thinking games won. Mm-hmm. And then they, they switch off. The perfect example. Take the foot off the gas, mm-hmm. and you know the other team gets a draw or salvages a win from somewhere. Yep. I think the perfect example is from um, our gaffer, Mister Gerard. Yep. Two thousand and five, Istanbul. Spot on, and yeah. see even and also as well. See for mm-hmm. winning like three 0 at half time, and then second half, obviously standards drop. See what can actually happen in future games. Complacency can exactly. kick in, and like complacency right from the start can kick in, and that's one thing Gerard wants to eradicate. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but well, it has to be said, James Tavernier by the way having a great season. Yeah, he scored without a penalty. <laughs> oh, honestly, he's <laughs> having a real good season. I think how many goals he scored? I think it's about fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen for goals. Right back and like how many assists? I think it's uh, sixteen, seventeen assists. He's I had. mean, that's for a right back, regardless if it's penalties or whatever. That's that's ridiculous. Oh yeah, that's big, see that's the thing, big Tav. I I have to admit now, I but I had my you shaky. Yeah, my opinions on Tav would differ quite a bit, but I have to say we're very lucky to have someone like Tav. Yeah. We have. He's improved so much, and I always keep repeat myself with this. But in the modern day, yeah. he like full in the modern day in the modern game, fullbacks need to go forward, and he and I don't think there's anyone he's, he's in a, Scotland that's better than going forward than Tav. Yeah, exactly. So, so what else is obviously me and you have an opinion that we don't think Tav's captain, right? He's a player, we don't think he's captain. Do you think he's captain material? Hmm, that's a question actually. I've never actually thought about that until just now. Because there's been question marks over his um, leadership this yep. season and people are calling for McGregor or Jack or Halliday or something oh, like that. It's the manager who sets who the captain is. So if Gerard thinks that Tav is the captain, he is the captain. But I think a lot of performances this season where we need to lead a week someone to take like, you should really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, no, he's, yeah. Not, he's not like a John Terry or a Gerard who will pull players up and say, yeah. look, you're not up to scratch, you know, get your back yeah, yeah. here, you get to your, your shit. No, exactly. I think if you want to look for a, 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 a captain, a future captain, look no further than Mr. Halliday. Mr. Halliday, I think. Mr. Halliday, uh, Ryan Jack, or McGregor. I wouldn't say Halliday. The reason I wouldn't say Halliday is because. No. No, no, like how they see he can play the the role of a like a a captain where like if the our vice captain is out or like he can play right. that role like as yeah. emergency captain. But how they he's he's a squad player, he's a utility well, man. That's what it is. Yeah. He's a rotation player. Yeah, like, I know he's been playing well left back this season, right? Mm. But for me, I would rather we go and get like, a, like a player that can. I know, like <laughs> naturally be suited to that position like Howley's d- done a good job he's, there in this season he's, he's naturally like, no he's, d- he's done a good job there this season but I think we there's better re- left backs out there than Andy Howley and see Barisic I'm not entirely convinced with him but you can say that any player can say there's better goalkeeper as in like, I know but I think I know but see for me there's no but that no see what I mean right there's better like, we, we can get a better left back than Andy Howley we can right True. and we can so uh, Andy Howley can like you can Slot in there well and do a job there, yes, and he's done well 
playing there this season. But for me, Andy Halliday, yes, he, I think he is quite a leader, but he's not going to be playing enough for him to be a captain, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, yeah he's going to overtook uh, Barisic at the moment, obviously Barisic. Barisic, I'm not convinced with him. Like, is, he, he going forward, he's actually pretty decent, but see the thing is, so he gets caught out far too much. He does, but it, it sounds like Alfero, um, what's his name? Uh, so he has like he just like so he, at times he's out position quite a lot. But well, that's something you can train into a player. I, I, I'd like to th- think so, but so far, right in my opinion, he's not exactly set the house on fire. He he's not. I, think he had, he, 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 I know you've said about obviously the injury issues, but see when he he's had a consistent run of games, he's not been great. And see uh, that game against St Johnson the other week, he was he, he was like a deer in headlights. Yeah. He was. I don't know what it is. But see, at times with Barisic playing in front of a big crowd, I don't think he can do it. I don't know. I mean, like he seems to play better away from home at times than playing at Ibrox. Mm. I don't know. I think well, maybe Halliday's the Ibrox man. He's the away man. A bit, but possibly, possibly. You want, you want, you want, if you're, well, you, you don't like to have a team that's you know a consistent lineup rather than having oh he's my home man. And, or he's my way, man. I suppose. I mean, yeah. that's what... This is why we need to get another left-back in the summer, because it looks like Big Waldo's off. So, uh, this is why we need to get another left-back in the summer. I think so. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they can get in. But I'm sure Jared will find someone. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think he will. I think he'll look for defenders and probably another, another winger. Mm, but what's this whole... Did you, did, I guess you guys heard about the interview that... Mm, Alfredo, I was literally about to bring that up. Uh, so, obviously, um, Alfredo done an interview with Colombian TV and mm. he said that he most likely will be away in the summer. Um, I don't think this is a shock to us. No, um, really not. Uh, if he goes in the summer, wish him all the best. But we should accept nothing less than £20 million pounds for Alfredo. I think that's very reasonable given today's market. And I think you need to look at the Dembele deal. He got hmm. just shy of uh, £20 million. It was 19.25 off to Leon. Um, and Dembele and Morelos, I would say they're roughly about the same level. Um, they're both similar players. They're both scored roughly set out of goals. Mm-hmm. Now, now people, I know people are going to say, "Well, nobody else hasn't scored against Celtic." Blah blah blah. So exactly, it doesn't matter. Score against Celtic doesn't. He's top goal scorer in the country. Come exactly. on. <laughs> I mean, just because you don't score against Celtic, who cares? Like, you don't need to score against Celtic to make yourself a great player. That's not your right of passage. You know, exactly. it's just. It's just another team he hasn't scored against, but he's played very well against them, he's bullied them, mm-hmm. and he's created space for others and that, so scoring it isn't everything, but he's the top goal scorer, he's the best player in Scotland, yes he has been, <laughs> but 20 million, nothing less, and if Rodgers is going to buy him, uh, Rodgers knows his value, I think. I really hope, really hope Rodgers doesn't go for it, but as long, if Rodgers pays the cash, uh, if Leicester City pay the cash, that's uh, sufficient for Alfredo's worth, then I'm fine with um, But, yeah, so um, uh, anything else you want to bring up, boys, before uh, we move on to the <coughs> predictions for this weekend? Chris? i just seen, um, it was on uh, the news there about the, the time Rangers, that um, Dave King is to face, is no longer to face legal action. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, right. So, Dave King is no longer going to be facing any legal action? After making to buy the main shares in the club. Aye, so basically, because he's the owner, he legally has to Mm -hmm. offer to buy the main shares. And if he wasn't, if he didn't, he would face legal action because it's a legal obligation. Obviously, he's tried to buy those major shares. It's been rejected. Yep. Um, That's right. So, uh, yeah, that's good news then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is. Um, so, we'll move on to uh, Scottish Cup fixtures this mm-hmm. weekend. It's going to be a, a stacked weekend of football. Yep. And so, there is. So, we'll kick off from, uh, with, uh, oh, oh, God, you've got Hibs Celtic, Aberdeen Rangers. That's two absolute cracking games uh, this weekend. And so, well, Hibs versus Celtic. Neil Lennon returning to his former club. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, at Easter Road so boys I'll start with you Matt how do you see this one going Hibs have the last couple of games have played well under Paul Higginbottom they beat uh, St Johnson 2-1 during the week um, started off quite well but um, this will be a tough game for Lennon uh, so it will be and I wonder what kind of reception you'll get what kind of reception do you think you'll yeah, get I'll get a hostile win think so yeah. I, honestly mm, I don't think you will nah. I know it'll be hostile because uh, he done a good job there and it wasn't like he ever had any like falling out with uh, the head support, so I don't think he's, he's it would be hostile. He's going to lose two one tabs. Oh! <laughs> I'm genuinely thinking that. I genuinely think. Um, Chris? I think, I think, I personally think it's a little edge it to win the Celtic, but <clears throat> I think that Lennon will get, mm, maybe not, he won't get a rap just suppose when he gets to Heath's so He'll get a look from people saying, wait, well, okay, you've done. But they, they will acknowledge what he's done with uh, Hibs. Get mm-hmm. them up into the Scottish Premiership and keeping them Playing there. Good football. Keeping them there. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I'm going to say it'll be one each. Goes to a replay. Mm. Be a tight game. If it goes yeah. to a replay. Celtic win a park game. Yeah. scores, then he goes up to Lennon and gloats. And then we've got. I think that's the only Scottish Cup game on tomorrow. Actually, oh, it is. The rest of the weekend. Yeah, and then, well, obviously Aberdeen and Rangers are on Sunday. Sunday. Sorry, so um, Aberdeen Rangers Sunday, big one, massive. Um, if re- pretty much this is defining both us well, more so Aberdeen season. If Rangers win this, that's Aberdeen season over, right? Yeah, nothing to play for. Nothing to play for. Um, <coughs> so tell Josh that. <laughs> um, Aberdeen Rangers, Matt. Three 0 Rangers. Defoe, Morelis, and Kent. I'm gonna say. Ooh. Enough. It will be 2 0 Rangers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for Alfredo double. Well, after this, I, I, I want to touch something after this. Okay, Chris? I think that Rangers will win, but um, like I said previously, the Aberdeen will do themselves up as did early in the month. Yeah. So maybe 3 2 Rangers. Mm. A close game, I think. Um, Dundee United versus MRS. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. But you see if Kandias so remember for a wee bit, 
like the start of this season. Not the start of this season. Sorry, the start of the year. Exactly. He wasn't exactly great. Wasn't it? Rangers player was. I know, I know. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. and the, even that St. Johnson game, he wasn't like. I'd probably say he was the worst player in the park. But yeah. I feel like Gerrard's had to be. What I'm saying, yeah. you need to get your standards back to the way they were at the start yeah. of the season. Yeah. And uh, see, ever since that St. Johnson game, he's he's yeah. not looked back. He's been yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, he has been three three assists in one game, didn't he? Um, mm-hmm. what was that? That was against was it against Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, but three assists. Yeah, but it was yeah, it was three assists for three of, of those goals. Hmm. Yeah, he's can It's good to see that. Uh, yeah. He's getting back to his old self because I yeah. was, a, as I said, a wee, he had a wee blip. And he had his, his best moment this season was that back heel one. Um, assist in the, against Rapid Vieira. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, sensational. Yeah. Right. See if he got Candace 10 years earlier. Yeah. Oh, well, God, man. I didn't realise he was 30. 31, I know. 31, no, he's 30. Is he 30? Yeah, no, he's 31. He's, he's 30. Are you sure? Yeah. Right, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm sure I'm right. 30 is not old, but for a footballer, you um, know. Candace is. 31. 31? Is it? Uh, 31. Yeah. I stand corrected. When am I ever wrong, Matthew? <laughs> but I was anything else you want to bring up before we shoot off? Anything no, else? No, I just... No, that's it. Alright, so, Chris, you enjoy your debut on the Scott score? I enjoyed my debut. Thank you very much, guys. Can we expect any further appearances? Oh. You impressed, no. the, you impressed in your trial? It was maybe a one-episode <laughs> deal. It's like, it could be extended, you never yeah, know. It could be extended, I will never say never. Oh, that's it, yeah. <laughs> I'm an interloper through this West and through in Claybank, you know, but any time I come through, he's a shout. And oh, I, maybe yeah. I'll be uh, over the phone, you never yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like it, so uh-huh. uh, a pleasure as always, and until next time, guys, take care, and we will see you soon.